This podcast is brought to you by Hypno Mum and Isla. Hello, everybody. Welcome to a new episode of Hypno Mum and Isla. And this week, we are going to talk about the pain mechanism. And, Mom, I have a really funny story to share with you because yesterday I was. Um, yeah, I had a free afternoon. I went to a book sh- a bookstore and there was a book with the title. It's a Dutch title, Kusje erop, something like that. And I was like, hmm, this is interesting. So Kusje erop means give it a kiss. So this is like an, uh, an age old medicine that mothers around the globe use when a small child falls. Oh, come here, I'll give a kiss and the pain will disappear. So I opened that book and This book uh, was dealing with all sort of um, anecdotes uh, and and diving into the science behind these anecdotes if there was some scientific proof to it. So I was obviously curious because from hypnosis, we know that this works. When a child is hurting, you give it a little kiss, the pain will go away. And why? So this book, uh, ha- I wanted to know what is their view on it? Are they going to say this is true? Or are they going to say it's not true? So they said it's true. They had three theories uh, for supporting evidence. One was something, because I didn't read it thoroughly, but one, I, I didn't know some scientific theory. The second was that it has to do with the limbic system. So that's the part of the brain where emotions are stored. And as you know, when you go into hypnosis or maybe, well, that's something that I'm sharing with you now. Going into hypnosis is basically going to your feeling mind and feelings are there in the limbic system. And the third theory was um, placebo effect. So I'm very curious, mom, what do you think? And have you used this medicine in my childhood to help me go through painful moments in my in my upbringing um yes i cannot recall a specific moment but it is such a well-known technique of comforting and it's only that uh, after i became a hypnotist that i found out that is this there is a mechanism that um, just makes the pain go away and i've done a lot of research on the pain mechanism sec without hypnosis and basically i i can tell a lot why a suggestion just as this can work and just to uh, to tell you there is another interesting phenomenon when children are falling down and they hurt themselves when there are adults around sometimes sometimes they just look around them uh, thus is there an adult that reacts and then they start crying but if there is no one around and they are just full in the game they can push the pain away and continue playing of course depending on the severity of the pain another interesting phenomenon is uh, if you have a blue spot because of uh, bumping into something like a bruise a bruise and um, you didn't notice and a day later you think huh what what did i do with myself why do i have this uh, this bruise and um so there was an impact of something but you didn't notice it so now the way 
I explain in my class the pain mechanism is I have two very interesting stories and I like to share them. There is a, a person who is a builder at a building place. I'm not sure if I'm using the correct English terms for that. Instructor, a construction Const worker. Uh, a construction worker. This is and a documented story, right? This is really documented. And he is working on, on, a, on a height and he's finished. So he jumps off and he jumps with his shoe on a, a board that has a nail pointing to the sky. And he jumps full on that nail with such an impact that the nail is uh, coming through the sh shoe. So you see it outside on the top of the shoe and there are a lot of people around. They see it and they start screaming. The man looks at his foot and he realizes what has happened with his foot. And he starts yelling and screaming with pain. So they call an ambulance. There is documented how much painkillers uh, that person has. And um, uh, he is, he is he's very uh, difficult to handle in that ambulance. And when he arrives at uh, the emergency in the hospital, they have to cut away his uh, shoe. And what do they find out? The shoe didn't pierce his foot. The nail. The, the nail. nail. Yeah. Sorry, the nail didn't purse, uh, didn't purse. It went through yeah. the space between the toes. So there is no physical damage, but he really felt pain. So the pain mechanism triggered and uh, uh, there was a real experience of pain with this man, but there was no physical damage. No physical damage whatsoever. Yeah. Oh, isn't that amazing? So there is another story also documented even with x-rays. And there you have this uh, man, he comes, uh, he visits his dentist and he says, I I'm having some toothache, but not so much, but I'm worried you better check it out. Well, the dentist doesn't see a thing, but the x-ray, so he decides to make an x-ray to be sure that there is not nothing underlying. To the astonishment of the dentist and that man, there is a very long nail. So here in the face, uh, under the skin. And uh, how can that be? And the man is thinking, thinking. Then he says, yeah, a couple of days ago, I worked with uh, a nail gun. I, I must have shot myself. Now, first of all, this man must have been tremendously lucky because with just a small uh, differentiation of the angle it could have been a disaster of course but the interesting thing here is that man had a lot of tissue damage but not a pain trigger at that moment how's that possible and if you understand the pain mechanism then you can find out how it works and it it, it is yeah beyond the scope it is beyond the scope of uh, it is beyond the scope of today to, to to explain this all. We teach this um, in class, 
but just to tell you that in the brain, there are a number of brain areas that cooperate together to decide, is there a danger? Uh, that means, do we have to give a pain signal? So I, when I work with children, I always explain them, listen, you, you need not be scared of pain because pain is a very, very good friend. It, it try, that friend tries to protect you so that you do not play on when there is a danger for you, but you can control it when there is no danger. So you, you can help yourself um, for a short time to make the pain go away. But to tell you, um, in adults, it is similar. It is a very important mechanism to make sure you survive. So there are people uh, with whom this pain mechanism does not work. And usually they are not getting very old. They have to protect themselves with helmets and everything. But with every small bump that you do not notice, it can be threatening. So pain is a friend. But uh, there is not a, a, a one-sided pain mechanism in the brain. So there are a number of brain areas that work, work together. But they work together not in, a, in, in for everybody a similar way. It is de depending on your personality factors, your experiences in life. Um, it has to do with uh, how is the environment reacting reacting, what words are said, etc. Et In the case of the man with the, um, the nail through the foot, it was the environment and it was seeing the nail through his shoe that put this trigger mechanism in working. And since you feel pain in the brain, the mechanism worked, although there was no physical damage. And with the man with the, the nail in his head, well, there was physical damage, but because there was nobody saying what, what is happening with you, you shoot yourself. The man was so distracted because he was so in his work of building something that he just didn't notice. So the mechanism was not fully operational and the physical damage was not so big that uh, there was a loud trigger in his brain. And that is why he didn't, didn't uh, feel that pain. And that is, that, this is the same mechanism that it can take care that you have a bruise, but you didn't notice it. So it is, it is more complicated. I never explain it in class in a, in a, uh, bio, bio, in biology, because I, I have these documents. I, I'm not a trained um, a medical doctor, but I always explain such things in a way that it becomes very understandable. And I even teach doctors with this. And they, they have the biology, but it's just explaining it very simple that makes them understand why does hypnosis work? And if we uh, look now at the mechanism of hypnosis, that is like when a person is in hypnosis, you can talk directly to the lymphic part and you can make uh, reassure 
that um, there is no danger so that the trigger mechanism doesn't need to come up. And uh, I think it's interesting later in this, this podcast uh, to, tell, uh, to talk about the operation that I guided with hypnosis because there we made use of this mechanism. Oh, yeah, that's a, that's a cool story. <laughs> so that's maybe good also to mention to our listeners that we are having some technical difficulties today. So if there are some glitches in this episode, then you know what's the reason. But my question was, to reformulate it to you, um, maybe it's useful if we say something, what kind of issues we can help with in relationship to pain and where hypnosis can help? Well... One of the, 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 the big things we can do uh, is working with chronic pain. Uh, that is a, a, a very big thing we can be uh, helpful with. And um, I learned from uh, a, a very good uh, pain specialist who works with um, hypnosis, um, Ron Eslinger. He's, he's, he's very well known because of his work with the hypnosis that uh, with chronic pain, more than 80% of this pain is caused by stress. So uh, starting to work with stress, reducing stress can be very helpful. And that can go in a way of um, uh, teaching a self-hypnosis technique, uh, but also by finding the cause of old emotional problem, problems because those stressors can also take their burden. And so, and uh, we have other techniques that we can uh, add to that. And there is another very important branch to that, and that is acute pain. And when a person is in an emer emergency situation, it is always helpful to uh, help reduce the pain when there are no painkillers. So, if you have your words and you, you are present in an accident, see what you can do with the techniques you learned at your training. Or you can, if you're interested to follow a training, you see it can also be very helpful um, when you are in very difficult situations because you always have this verbal toolkit. So, and we teach that, that uh, also in our, our medical training, what different kinds of techniques for different kinds of emergency situations, but also, also useful sentences that medical professionals can use in hospitals, but also in other practices, uh, dentists, uh, etc. There, Although there is one very big thing that's very important because the techniques for hypnosis in, in regards to pain alleviation or elimination are so powerful that you cannot use techniques to mask a problem uh, when it is not diagnosed by a doctor. So for instance, somebody comes in your practice with uh, a lot of migraine or uh, a terrible stomach pain, always make sure that you are diagnosed and that the, the pain can be masked. But also we have better techniques than masking pain. Masking pain is very good in emergency situations, but when you are talking about chronic pain, then you need to dive much deeper uh, and work on uh, 
the cause or work on the stress, yeah, with, with, which is much safer to work with. One important... Maybe, maybe it's good to, to mention in this regard that when there is um, chronic pain, it's, it's important that it's, it's medically checked so that there's no uh, cause for the pain because as, as mom, as you said, like pain is a friend. So it, it, it alerts you that you need to take care of, of an area of your body. But in, in cases of chronic pain, there is no tissue damage anymore. There is no cause, but still the pain is there. So still the, the, the pain mechanism is triggered in the brain. And that's when you can uh, use the, the hypnosis to do an analysis to find out what is, yeah, what is causing this pain mechanism to be triggered when there is no real problem. So I think that is a nice addition for people to understand a little bit how it works. It's a very important addition, Ayla. So it's good that you emphasize this, uh, this more. And yeah, as you say, with chronic pain, sometimes there is physical damage, sometimes there isn't. And then you have that the emotions have uh, merged with, um, uh, with old triggers and the mechanism still fires, although there is no real danger for the body anymore. Yeah, and also I wanted to put an addition on the emergency situations, because why can hypnosis be so effective in an emergency situation is because the person that has an, an accident, that person is in a state of hypnosis, because basically what happens is the, the limbic system is probably triggered in that moment, your, your, your survival brain, so to speak. Um, so that gives easy access for the suggestions to go directly to the subconscious. So that's why it can be very powerful. And that's why we teach these techniques to medical professionals, because they can really use these techniques. Yes, well, uh, sometimes we get these uh, beautiful reviews from doctors, like uh, I had a review from one uh, a doctor, and that's already years ago that uh, the person uh, was called to a, a boy in hospital and nobody could deal with him. He was panicking, the arm was broken and he was, uh, didn't listen to anybody. And um, the doctor said, uh, using this beautiful technique, we learned at the training within moments, uh, the child responded very well and didn't even notice his, da his dad leaving. So, and I got from another doctor uh, also a similar story, like uh, I had this child uh, with a broken leg and uh, well, hypnosis was the best option at that moment to help. And so the, the leg could be put in a good position again without uh, any uh, medication. So, and it, it, is, it works so fast if they use a, a rapid induction or so, and can be very helpful. Another, I think it's a nice bridge to your surgery, basically. <laughs> yes, yeah, it's a very nice bridge. And uh, uh, I, I would like to add that so uh, people um, may think that hypnosis uh, uh, is, uh, is something that's not very clear, uh, that there is no evidence. Well, if you look at um, PubMed, the medical database, then you will see that there are more than 14,000 articles on hypnosis and one of the fields that is very extensively researched is pain, ma is pain management. 
So uh, that is now applied a lot. And if you look like the irritable uh, bowel syndrome, that the research started in the Netherlands, that's now worldwide. So, and um, much more research is being done at the moment. So um, we are really talking here about evidence-based uh, uh, techniques Technique. in itself. So um, yeah, now uh, with regards to um, using uh, hypnosis during surgery, in some countries this is already done a lot, often uh, in combination with, um, with a little sedation, and then it has um, many benefits. So uh, I have an experience with um, Miriam Boisboom and she, um, she um, called me one day and she said, Ina, I need a surgery, but I'm really scared so much because I had have an earlier experience where I felt so sick, I felt, I felt like dying. Do you think this would be possible using uh, hypnosis? I said, sure, it is possible, but I'm not sure if it will be possible that doctors allow it in the Netherlands. Well, she said, I'm going to ask my surgeon. And she called me back later and she said, my surgeon agreed. And now I'm asking you, do you want to guide me in the surgery room in hypnosis? So, wow, that was a big thing, but we both felt we need to do this. So we practiced and uh, indeed uh, everything went through. But I must say so many things happened that made it a day that was very difficult, uh, also successful, um, that we had to write a book about it. And um, it, it, um, it, it was so um, exciting or and in a way also difficult. We were pioneers. And until the moment that the surgeon put the knife in the skin of Miriam, both of us were never certain that uh, we would have a deep enough level that it would work for Miriam. I am very convinced, uh, we both were very convinced that the techniques worked, but we could not test it for this particular moment in time. So uh, I think we both needed the courage of a lion and we did it. And um, so the book we wrote about it tells you about all these difficulties and it's called um, uh, surgery and hypnosis. So uh, you can you can find it uh, just on uh, on internet in the English language, in the German language. Then then it's called Operation mit Hypnosis, and also in the Dutch language language Operatie in Hypnose. So um, yeah, yeah so and just for the viewers, because you 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 told this story so quickly that I want them to just take a pause and just create an imagination with the story. <laughs> okay. So my mom um, went to a hospital with uh, Miriam and Miriam was to undergo surgery. So they came into the hospital, they went to the surgery room, they had all their prep, my mom was disinfected and she hypnotized Miriam to the point where she, where the pain mechanism would not be triggered regardless of what happened. There was no anesthesia whatsoever. And 
there was a cloth, I think, right? You you were not able to see yes. the, the surgeons and the assistants, um, but you had to give the signal, okay, you can start cutting. So just imagine yourself in that position yet that you are the person who is responsible for saying, okay, you can start, start cutting in another human being. <laughs> uh, so that takes the strength of a lion. So that's a really cool story. And um, yeah, you wrote a fantastic book about it, which is uh, available. And I think this should be a nice teaser for people to learn more about hypnosis. So if you want to learn more about hypnosis, you can go to the hypnosis community where you can find free audio tapes, uh, where you can find more information, references to scientific articles. And of course, there's always a possibility to follow a training with us. Um, there's gonna be a seven day English training in Amsterdam this autumn. And I have some- September. Oh yeah, in September. Yeah, September, that's autumn in the Netherlands. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> good work, Ayla. <laughs> so I have some exciting announcements regarding that training because we are we found a beautiful location to have that training with a beautiful garden, very nice hospitality. We're renting it from a Greek guy, so he's a very high hospitality. So I'm super excited for that training. So if you want to join, feel free to join, of course. You can register at uh, hypnosementor.com. I'm gonna. I think we're dot, gonna. Dot nl, Ayla. Dot nl. Thank you. <laughs> I was not so sharp over here. Yes, so but think... the, the other domain will uh, link you through, so that's not a problem. Yes. <laughs> so um, I think that's what I, I I wanted to say. Is there anything that you that you wanted to add to this topic of today? Well, I. I was thinking it might be very nice to do an interview with Miriam from the site, how she experienced it. That is a great idea. We're going to talk to Miriam because you can, yeah, there is more to this story. Obviously we just, you know, we told it a little bit quickly because it's a part of pain and hypnosis, but yeah, we can dedicate an entire podcast to that. So that's a nice idea. Yeah, the other thing is that we are going for a summer break. Oh, yes, true. We're having a summer break right now. Yeah. So we're going to be back end of August, beginning of September, I guess, with more podcasts. And in the meanwhile, please let us know if there is any topic that you want to have discussed in the show. We are very open for any uh, suggestions and any feedback. So feel free to do that. Uh, so if there's anything you took from this episode, let it be that as a parent, you have a great medicine in your cabinets. And that is, let mommy give it a kiss. <laughs> and with this, we conclude this podcast and we are already looking forward after the summer. So I wish, wish everybody a very special, loving, connecting summer. And looking forward to see you back um, August, September, somewhere there. Yes. Okay. Bye.